Sammy is a boy like every boy. He loves playing baseball and football, eating hot dogs, and reading a good book. But there is one way that Sammy is a little bit different than other kids his age. Sammy loves school. Most kids, when they wake up in the morning and the word school pops into their head, they pull their blankets higher and turn over in their bed and try to squeeze out a few more minutes of sleep. But Sammy, when he wakes up and thinks of school, he gets out of bed with enthusiasm and prepares to race to school so that he is there not just on time, but even early. That's because Sammy loves to learn Torah. He's so eager to know how to serve Hashem in the best possible way, and therefore he listens to his Rebbe as best as he can. He sits on the edge of his seat, hanging on to every word his Rebbe says. And sometimes he listens to his Rebbe so well, that Sammy actually gets into trouble. Like what happened on the evening that his father was hosting his Mishnas Reb Aaron Chabura. You see, once a week, Sammy's father would get together with a bunch of his friends and they would learn some of the safer Mishnas Reb Aaron. They would meet in the house of a different person each week. And this particular week, it was Sammy's father's turn to host the Chabura. And Sammy's mother was super excited. She wanted to show her support, how enthusiastic she was for her husband's learning. And so she had prepared refreshments for these men to eat while they were learning. She prepared delicious cake, yummy cookies, and she had bought some really expensive pieces of chocolate, and she placed them gently on the dining room table in a nice array, in a nice display. And then she went upstairs. Sammy came running home. He had been in school, and then he went to the park to play, and now it was time to do his homework. But first, as Sammy's minhug was, he had to have some chocolate chip cookies. He went into the kitchen, and on the kitchen table, there were chocolate chip cookies, a bottle of milk, and two cups, one for him and one for Chaim. And Sammy poured himself a nice tall glass of milk, took himself five cookies, made him his zonos, ate the cookies, made a shackle, drank the milk, and a smile settled on his face. Now he could tackle all that science homework that he had. And he walked through the dining room to get to the steps, to go upstairs. He looked at the table and he saw cookies and cake and chocolate just sitting there. Nobody was there to eat it. Well, Sammy thought back to what his Rebbe had said that day in class and Sammy took the cookies and piled them on top of the cake, took the chocolate and piled it on top of the cookies and took the tray of all three items with him as he walked upstairs and settled in his room. He sat down at his desk, pulled out his binder and his science book, and arranged the cookies, cake, and chocolate around him 
as he began to read the chapter. One by one, the cookies began disappearing. The chocolates were delicious, and Sammy ate them, his chocolatey fingers scraping the edge of his science book, leaving a residue of chocolate on the corner of the pages. Meanwhile, Sammy's mother had come back downstairs. She had finished tending the baby, who needed a diaper change and to be put to bed. And she went straight through the dining room, heading for the kitchen to prepare supper for the family. Glancing at her watch, she realized that her husband's chaburu would be here in only 20 minutes. Just to double-check that everything was set by the table, she looked at the table. She noticed something was missing. The cups, she said. I forgot to put cups on the table for the drinks. And she went to the closet, and Sammy's mother took a stack of plastic cups and put them on the table. And she looked again, and she noticed that on the table there were two empty plates, one with little pieces of cookie crumbs, another with little teeny drips of chocolate. And then she realized, where's the cake? Where's the cookies? Where's the chocolate? She couldn't figure it out. Just then Chaim came home. Chaim had had a very busy day. After school, he also had some time to play, but then he had a chavrusa, and by the time he was done, it was very late, and he was very hungry. He came into the kitchen, he saw the cookies on the table, he said, Ma! Yes, Chaim? Could I please have some of these cookies? Sure. Could I have a little milk too? Okay, but we're going to eat supper hopefully pretty soon, so don't eat too many. I want you to have room for supper. We're having meatballs. Okay! And Chaim ate them, the cookies, he drank the milk, and he ran up to the bedroom that he shared with Sammy, because he too had homework to do. About three minutes later, as Sammy's mother was still trying to figure out what happened to the cake and the cookies and the chocolate, and she was standing in the kitchen, scratching her head, maybe I left them in the freezer? Maybe I never put them out? I know I baked the cakes. I know I made the cookies and bought the chocolate. Chaim came running into the kitchen. Ma, he said, it's not fair. What's not fair, Chaim? Why does Sammy get and I don't? Why does Sammy get what? Why does Sammy get all that chocolate? All what chocolate? And all those cookies. What cookies? Well, you're right, there are not that many left on the plate. And that cake, it's magnificent. Why does he get such a fancy cake? What did he do? Just because he's doing science work? Ma, if I do my science work without complaining once, and my math homework, and my English homework, and I have a Gemara test tomorrow too, will you give me chocolate, cakes, and cookies too? I don't know what you're... I do know what you're talking about. Chocolate, cake, and cookies? <gasps> and Sammy's mother marches her way up the steps, stamping on those steps. She doesn't know what she's going to do if she sees what she heard from Chaim, and it's really true. And she opens the door to the bedroom. And there is Sammy sitting at his desk. By now he's up to his math homework. She sees right at the edge of the desk is that fancy dancy cake that she made for the Chabura. Not a single piece is missing. But it doesn't belong there. In front of the binder on his desk is a pile of chocolates. Half of what originally was there. And to the left... 
there was maybe two. Two? I made 30 cookies, Sammy's mother said to herself. Two are left? Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Trying to keep her calm, trying not to get angry, she said, Sammy, where did you get that food? With a smile on his face, Sammy said, from the dining room table. Sammy, who gave you permission to take that food from the dining room table? That was for the Gabura. Now the men are going to come. They're going to come from work. They're going to be hungry. They're not going to eat. And you ate 30 cookies. Is it possible, Ma, that I only ate 28? <laughs> I don't care if you ate 28 or 30. Oh, thank you, Ma. I'll take the other two. Don't you dare take those other two. What are you thinking? Just then, Sammy's father poked his head into the room. And he said to his wife, um, I'm just wondering, I was getting ready for the Chabura and I took out the Savarim because I brought them home last week because I was hosting the Chabura this week and I was putting them around the table and I brought the seltzer and the soda and the water to the table and I, I know you told me you were baking some cake and cookies and getting some other things for the Chabura. Just tell me where they are so I can, I can put them out because I see you're busy with Sammy and Chaim. And Sammy's mother turns to Sammy's father and says, Actually, the cookies are in Sammy's stomach. What? Maybe you could ask Sammy what exactly took place. Who gave him permission to have the things that I left for the Chabura on the table? And Sammy's father looked at Sammy and he saw the plate that was almost empty. And he quietly asked Sammy, Sammy, are those the cakes and cookies and chocolates that were on the dining room table? Yes, Ta, they are. Who gave you permission to take them? My Rebbe. <laughs> Your Rebbe gave you permission to take the food off the dining room table? Mm, yeah. What are you talking about? You mean to tell me? Sammy's father said, that when you came home from school today, you saw food on the dining room table, you picked up the telephone, you called your Rebbe, and you said, Rebbe, my mother put food on the dining room table for my father's chabura, and could I take it? And your Rebbe said yes. Well, not exactly, Sammy said. Today in class, we learned about the idea of Ein Ma'avir in Chalin. And my Rebbe explained that when you see food lying around, you can't leave it there. You have to take it. And so when I came home and I saw the cake, cookies, and chocolate just lying around, I took it. And I'm glad I did because it was really delicious. Sammy, his father said, Sammy, I don't believe that that's what the Gemara means. I think the concern of the Gemara is if you leave food lying there, wherever it is, someone might come to step on it. And that's why you're supposed to take it. I don't think that on our dining room table, we have to worry that anyone is going to step on it. Actually, Ta, Sammy said, we do. Really? Remember last night? Chaim was chasing me around the dining room. And to escape, I jumped onto the table and ran across. And he jumped onto the table and ran across. So you see, food left around on the table is in danger of being stepped on. And so I did a great mitzvah because I did not pass by food. 
I was Ein Ma'avirin Alo Chalin.